Mazza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Listen, I'm not saying you have to like it. In fact, I expect you not to like it. I expect that you are going to hate this. I expect you'll love what happens after it happens. Whoa. But I think forever and always you will hate one thing and, and one that you need only. to get comfortable with that. And that thing is Mitch Marner's next contract. Okay, here we go. Get Where Adam's Twitter comes to life. Get comfortable, folks, because Mitch Marner's next contract is going to suck. And guess what we're going to have to do? What are we going to have to do, Adam? Suck it up. Just gonna have to suck up. How the did suck? Darren? Fer- oh. Whoa! Oh, my computer. Je- which Je- Jesse? I don't know what, what just played on what web watching? page. There's a lot of tabs open. I don't know how Darren Ferris won. He hasn't won yet. Already. Well, you're saying he's going to win. In this scenario, I think he will. Is... Are we collectively disappointed that he, it worked? Listen, I don't want. Is Darren this Ferris the most to Toronto thing ever? <laughs> Where you're it? like, listen, we've resigned to losing before we've lost. And we're just going to have to deal with it. Listen, everybody. We're just... I feel like when the Leafs had a parade after getting eliminated in the 1993 uh, (laughs) conference final... That's weird that they had a parade. That's really embarrassing. We resigned ourselves to ever be... uh, To ever properly enjoy anything ever again. Well... And 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 I think rightfully so. It's it's a frustrating sort of thing, but it is what it is. It's uh, maybe the listen. biggest loser thing the city has ever and, done. And, and this does not make Darren Ferris a good agent. It makes the Leafs pragmatic. That's how I would look at it. Pragmatic. And then the reason I would say that there's a lot of people. People got really upset with me yesterday because I was like, because there's a bunch of people going, Mitch Marner could not make nine and a half million dollars for the next three years, but I'd be totally cool with eight point seven five over the next three years. And I'm like, so it's a Martin Marincin deal away from being okay. <laughs> like, what? Why? And then people were like, well, I'm not even comfortable with eight point seven five. Why would you say that I'm comfortable with that? I'm like, okay. You said that. I yeah. It's <laughs> it's so it's it's it was a very Twitter discussion, mm. but. This contract's going to feel like the way Austin Matthews did the first time you heard about it. You were like, okay, I'm not great with the term and I'm not great with the money, but Austin Matthews is still a leaf. Right. And For and the next five years. But no, that's all. That's all. That's all. That's only five the next years five years. <laughs> well, and if you're a fan of any other sport, you don't get long-term deals. Like in the NBA, different sport. I'll grant you that. But if well, you get a three-year deal, most can't they opt out of like every year anyway? Like LeBron James regularly signs three-year do- contracts and goes, you know what? I'm opting out. I want to make more money. And because I it's think great. it's the way their CBA is set up. It's great watching hockey fans talk about it. Like, whoa, they're leaving? No. No, they're just re-signing for more money. Yeah. Because that's what their collective bargaining agreement allows. Exactly. So there you go. So if you're Mitch Marner... You don't want a long-term deal because you believe that the next deal, A, you'd have arbitration rights if you go three years, because the Leafs are not going to go four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, I think they're only going to go, was it three no, or no, six? Four, four uh, wouldn't be bad, I guess. No, it's five they really don't want. Right. But I keep saying that sounds like a five years from now problem. If five gets it done, do five. Right. That's, yeah. It's, it's you a can't, half decade you from now five. problem. Why? Because then it's Matthews, Dude. Nylander, and Marner in the same year. Yep. The that chances sounds like of, a five years from now problem. The chances of Dubas even being the GM in the, in five years are almost slim to none. He won't even be 40. I know. but And it's not because Kyle Dubas would get fired. It's just that, like, Kyle Dubas would probably be running another, like, it would probably be present. You know, yeah. like, there's the, the point is here that, that Who knows? GMs, especially in his position, 
can't look at this and go, well, uh, I need to worry about five years from now. It's just not... And I hate to sound like Dave Notice because I sound a lot like, well, we're not worried about the last three years of David Clarkson's deal. Mm -hmm. However, we're not talking about David Clarkson. We're talking about 94-point Mitch Marner. And my point yesterday on Twitter is I'm fine with an overpay of a million or $2 million because where we're, where we're going with salaries is we're rapidly heading towards where 10, million, or 10 points cost a million dollars. <laughs> That's what it is. That's like Connor Brown, not... <laughs> what did Connor Brown get last year? Twenty-five points, made two million bucks. Not totally wrong. Well, he signed that when he had a much better season. But we're getting there. Yeah, it's yeah. They're like Clayton Keller's contract, which I'm well, sure we'll get to. We later. will. And 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 so if you and if you take Clayton Keller, who signed yesterday, I said so. If Clayton Keller, forty-seven point Clayton Keller, who had the season before sixty-something points, so you average that out, fifty-point Clayton Keller. Mm-hmm. Essentially got a Kevin Hayes contract, right? Uh, and Kevin Hayes got had about yeah. 55 points last year. Yeah, so, and I mean, at least Clayton Keller can go up. Yes. Kevin Hayes can is... Can only go down. And will then go down, yeah. Yes, but the, I, I think the point here is that if Clayton Keller's 7.1 whatever, uh, Mitch Marner is an, an 8 easily. Well, it's a getting, 9 easily. It's getting ridiculous. Like, it's to the point where, like, if you... If you think William Nylander's contract is bad, I need to ask what you personally have against this individual. Because, yeah, dude, that's a he does issue. not even make $7 million. It's, no, Steve, he makes 10 If your contract <laughs> is up at the moment, you either make less than a million, like uh, Nikolai Godolvin, or you make your conversation starts with $7 million. Yes. yes. Why are we taking the onus off of the kid from Toronto? who realizes that if he plays here, he can make so much more money than the extra million he's fighting for, that the logical thing to do to help his entire team would be to sign a deal that's of value. Why are we taking the onus off of Mitch Marner? And being like, hey, hey, Leafs, just sign him to whatever to get him in the lineup. Because you're asking an agent to give a shit about the thing that makes everyone love sports. No, but I'm asking him to tell his agent what he wants. I think... Guys, I think you're overestimating hockey players. Yeah, and and I love I love these guys, uh, cheer for them and everything. But um, I I think a lot of them are about as simple as they come across. Um, that hey, I just want to go wakeboarding and post pictures of my puppy and get out there and score some freaking goals. And what a great way to live life. And what a, what sure. an awesome way to this is Darren Ferris's problem. Yeah, he Mitch Marner pays Darren Ferris handsomely. For this to be Darren Ferris's problem. So we can hold that against Mitch Marner as long as we're prepared to hold it against 99% of the other players in the league. And that's just the truth. And well, I then hate it. I, and I, I'm am. Mad. What? I am then. The, the, well, then you're mad at all of them. You're mad at I, all the players. No, it's this specific situation where it seems like we're taking the onus off of Mitch Marner. He can tell his agent to do whatever. He can tell him, hey, they put $10 million on the table, sign that deal instead of fighting for 11. That's not that's not on Darren Ferris. No, that's on Mitch Marner. Well, correct. But, and remember, Darren so, Ferris's commission is tied to how much money Mitch Marner. makes, hundred percent. Right? But the, if if his client says, "Hey, sign ten million dollars," that's not up to him. Well, and there might be. Here's another one. I'm curious to know when. I I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I'm curious to know when Mitch Marner signed with Darren Ferris, because was Mitch Marner even a legal adult when this guy became his agent? Might be his dad. So, but like, he's an adult now. He I can make his know. own decisions. It's yeah. just, it just seems like in the NFL, 
uh, Ezekiel Elliott just signed the highest contract for running back in the history of the league. It was ninety million bucks during right? that entire um, holdout. It was on Zeke. Everybody was saying he's holding out. He's holding out. Nobody talked. No, I don't know who his agent is because it was never in the news. But now it seems like there's this guard in front of him, and everybody's kind of falling for this when he can go tell him what to do. Yeah. Why? Uh, that is interesting. Well, I just feel like. Listen, in North American media landscape, does hockey matter? Like, really. seriously, does it even matter? Like, because, <laughs> like Ezekiel Elliott is a is a star. All the basketball players on, we were on just the biggest about. football team in America, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can, you can the be a fan of America. another team. The Cowboys are the most recognizable sports yeah. brand in North America. Yeah. And, and well, like, that and Yankees. What if you're if you're an upper echelon? If you're like a top fifty NBA player, I don't know why you would waste your time having an agent. Because there's a maximum contract you could get, and you just ask for that, and then they give it to you, and you go play basketball. Like that's that's all it is. Yeah. I don't know why you would waste time having an agent. I just feel like maybe it's more of a factor in hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and or because they make it a factor. Maybe. I, I would also I would argue this, and this is this is where I'm trying to get to with this point, and I think I think people <clears throat> have. I think that there's a huge adjustment in what RFAs are worth. What are the two most inval- what are the two most valuable things in hockey? Cap room. Cap room and uh, youth. Oh, sure. Right. Yep, no. You're so right. you can have one or you can have the other. And cap room is great when you're rebuilding. Yeah. But if you've got a team that's supposed to be on the cusp, you're going to be spending. And the and what I will say guys is sure. that I don't I don't necessarily blame Mitch Marner. I I blame him for picking an agent who I think is Completely inept. I think you could have the same situation right now and not have any of the bullshit that went with this. He, Mitch Marner is loving life, and he's going to come out of it with a bunch of money. What about sure. Darren Ferris is inept? But all the, all, the, all the publicity stuff that we know he's feeding through Darren Drager and all the other channels that he has, we get it. My point in this is that the RFA market is reset. So whatever model that you have, that you've seen, this player should be making this much based on this. Sorry, guys. The market. Throw it in the garbage. It's throw it in the garbage. It's done, and that's. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part because everybody's like, "Well, no, it's got to be." He's a maximum. I, I had somebody tweet me yesterday. He's a, over three years. He should only make twenty-one million dollars. Seventy-seven Mitch million. Mitch Marner. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but that's. But you know that's not going to happen. No, but if you're going to overpay him, which you're probably going to have to, because most free agents get overpaid. Leon Drysdale, great example of that. At the time he signed that contract, that contract outrageous. was outrageous. It was garbage, and uh, there's been inflation, and also he scored friggin' fifty goals, so it's ended up okay. If Mitch Marner is going to get overpaid, it better be for long term, and not for. Three years because that okay. that doesn't solve problems now or later. It just causes them. Uh, you're you're making nine point five million dollars for three years, which doesn't help out the Leafs cap situation uh, at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe half a mil doesn't help him out. And then in three years, he's asking for God knows what because uh, let's say three years from now they determine uh, okay the CBA is good, everything's fine, we're not going to have a lockout. Uh, Seattle just joined the fold. Uh, there's a new T, uh, national TV rights deal in the States. NHL is making money. Mitch Marner's making $14 million. Yeah, and imagine like they win one round and he has like one good series yeah, in that. Yeah, that's all it yeah. would take. <laughs> what does a two-year Mitch Marner deal look like? Less than William Nylander, I'm serious. 
Yeah, it would have to be. Like, yeah? it have to be. At the, okay. I would know you not has... do that? And I would then do that. So you can do keep Jake put everything in no! two years? Two years Stanley Cup run? Dude, then you can pay a quarter in two years. Yeah. Look how much space there is. Pay whatever you want in two years. Here's the thing. I want... The Leafs would do, from what we understand, a one to two year deal with Jake Gardner. Now there haven't been substantial conversations because obviously Mitch Marner's dominated this summer, and we keep hearing that Jake Gardner's going to sign somewhere. He's going to sign somewhere else. I'm telling you, you get you get Marner on a short term deal mm-hmm. that's lower than William Nylander, like you said. Man, if it you can get happen. Jake Gardner back, I'm I'm I not saying what I think is going to happen. Uh, I'm saying uh, if it's going to only be two years because the Leafs get. No benefit out of that. Right. Nothing. No, so, no, no. You get cap space. You if get for a, two years and you, then you're fucked. No, but you get then you massive double amount. his contract and then some. We'll see. Maybe. If he oh. performs. And Maybe. then he'll, he'll be worth it. Maybe. We'll see. I, if he doesn't perform, then. Dude, you, like, I'm not even worried I, about I think it's better than signing. Then. Honestly, Jesse, I think it's. I'm with you. I think it's better than signing a long term mm-hmm. deal based on one season of 94 points, which the season before he had 60 something. Yeah. I think. And I, had a massive upgraded center. And hold on. Let's, sure. let's, let's hold on to this for just a second. The RFA market, we can agree, by the way, has reset itself. Oh, yeah. yeah. RFAs are far more valuable now than they ever were before, and especially superstar ones. And I think we can all agree, too, that if you're going to overpay anybody, it can't be the middle guy. It can't be the David Clarkson, Kevin Hayes. I would rather overpay Mitch Marner because at least he's a star. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can get a bunch of guys at a million and a half to plug into your lineup. You don't need to pay any guy $4 million to do anything. No, the best, well, the best thing that Peter Shirelli did in Edmonton was the dry saddle deal. The best thing, and yep. maybe McDavid too. Maybe you can call the McDavid deal great, but McDavid apparently gave back money. Although I think that was a good bit of PR. I I look at this and I go, okay. It was yes, smart we've been burned many times overpaying for middle six guys in this on this franchise, and I get it. Mitch Marner is a ninety-four point player. Maybe last year, maybe he's an eighty-five point player average. That's worth nine and a half to me, even that, even if that's a little much. Now, do I want it to be longer term? Sure. But if I can't afford longer term right now, then I'm going to have to wait. Yeah, but you're acting like he's going to get 9.5 at the end of the two or three no, years. No, he's going to get 13 or 14 at the end. But Wh- guess which what? Which is insane. Seattle's coming in with $750 million right. injected in the NHL economy. You guys, people think that this is what's crazy to me. People think that what happened this year with the cap is going to continue to happen. Guess who's paying more money next year? Rodgers. With their 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 TV deal, which sweet I know they're jacked about. Um, and and then there's a new is NBC's deal not up very soon. Uh, I want to say it's at the end of the season. So then somebody else. And by the way, hockey's pretty healthy. It's doing okay relative to what it was doing ten years ago when yeah. that NBC deal mm-hmm, was signed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guys, the cap's going up. I mean, all the more reason to get them locked for long term. But there's a right. reason why Marner's people don't want that. And that's because they know the cap's going up. So they, if they want long-term, they want a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So you can't afford that right now. So go short-term and overpay a little bit. He's still fucking Mitch Marner. He's still <laughs> double. He is st- What a $4.5 million player will get you, Mitch Marner is double that. Mitch, a $4.5 million player gets you 30, 40 points, right? Well, like, Mitch, Mitch Marner, Marner is, is that better and more. than 200. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Which 100%. is, would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So what, I don't know. So it's, what's the big fucking deal? Like, if it's a million dollars, who cares, guys? I am at the point where I'm ready to agree with you, just because I'm like, oh my god, can the season start? Can, can we all promise to do something? This when Mitch we'll Marner's break it, contract, but yes, we can promise. Oh, I know. 
When Mitch Marner's contract is signed, ideally before the season begins, can we not immediately move on to the fact that the Leafs only have Riley locked up to next year? I want to enjoy hockey for a bit, guys. Is Mar- R- Riley's, like, wait. He's the only defenseman locked up through next oh, year. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I want to enjoy hockey for a bit. Yeah. I want to enjoy the Toronto Maple Leafs for a bit. Holy shit, everybody. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's just been miserable. I hope it gets resolved. Uh, I have a feeling I know when it'll get resolved. Because uh, right now there's a dam. There's a dam uh, of all the RFAs. Mm-hmm. What's happening September 15th? Or what's September 15th the deadline What of? is it, Je- What is it, Stephen, Stephen Gregory Dangle? Is it Gregory? I don't know. It's a my, new name. My goodness. Um, what is your middle name? Paul. No. Way to go, Paul. I know. Good old Catholic boy. I'm a, I'm a little sad that an Italian sure. guy only has one middle name. Paolo. Paul Paolo. <laughs> it's usually Paolo Alexandro. Like it's Gianluigi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, Massimo. Hey, your, your, mom, your mom really let us down on that one. There should have been at least forty names. Uh, Santa Maria. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, continue. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Stephen. Jesus. Every saint but Jesus is allowed. You okay. can't have Jesus in the middle name. Okay. In Spanish, that's okay. Jesus. Uh, Spanish is not cool. Joseph. Giuseppe. Oh, that's right. You have. But what Italian, you they don't do that anyway. I don't remember, hockey. man. No, my brain's <laughs> can we just enjoy the friggin- season? Yes, and that's the, the no, thing that's is, is not that- where I was going. Oh, the fifteenth. So the NHL has already said we're not going to opt out of the um, current CBA. Mm-hmm. The players have a deadline of September fifteenth to say whether or not they're cool with not having a work stoppage at the end of my this bet? season. They asked for an extension. So a couple, they kick the can a couple years down the road. Mm-hmm. I think it'll change contract structures for a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. and then hopefully that's when the dam breaks. I'm not saying that's when Mitch Marner's going to sign. I'm saying that's when this whole RFA situation comes to a head. Really big soccer fan on the uh, on the truck behind you. I'm not sure if we can see that on camera, but the um, <laughs> there's a Brazilian. Oh flag my god! And a Portuguese. Uh, what's the? No, you can't see that on the camera. No, you can't see it on camera. Anyway, the Portuguese uh, cross. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Brazil, man, this guy. Anyway, wait, he's... wait till he drives by. That's crazy. Um, and you know, here's the thing. Is that his truck? It is. <laughs> it is. Okay. Anyway. Um, the flip side about all this stuff that I've all that I've said: RFA markets reset. Get comfortable with hating Mitch Marner's contract, but loving the player. Um, who cares if it's just a little bit too much? Because, because seriously, I'll I'll drop twenty Nick Shores to sign Mitch Marner. Like I really don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I just don't care. I'm also. But, well... But but the point Sorry. in all of this is saying I hope I'm wrong. You 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 hope I he's not overpaid. I want to be wrong. I want it to be. Listen, he will be overpaid. Yeah. That I believe. What I want is it for it to be to be a deal that's workable. Just be workable, and I think Dubas can get that done. I think I that's mean, fair. When was the last time? Like it, it's so rare. And that, by the way, what is the number we're okay with? What is suppo- well, what d- is this number? Depends on the, the amount of three years. years. What's the number we're okay with for three years? Three. Seven point five max, Jesse. It's just not long enough um, term. For three years, yeah. like eight. Three years, Maybe whatever. Eight, That's so like, cheap, um, dude. I'm the only nine. thing is, I I also have a problem with this ending up just like Nylander in that six point nine for Nylander was available on September 1st. Right. I don't think Dubas is going to do that again, though. If 11 was available for Mitch Marner, and that's what he signs with on July 1st... Should have done it. It's, <sighs> yeah. it's again, hey, you should have just signed this so we didn't miss all this time. But it wasn't. Yeah. that wasn't available for Nylander. Dubas made it... it do, Nylander would have signed that at the beginning of training camp last year. 
the Leafs didn't make it available. And that's, yeah, and that's that's, that's the where, problem. That is the problem. Because then you, you eventually on Dubas again. Yeah, yeah, I don't want if this, God forbid, it goes to like December. What is it, fifteenth or so, December first? And then they sign it to whatever deal. It's like you could have just signed this in training camp. I, I, deal I, I get split the on impression this. that like there are more options for Marner, which is making this more complicated, right? What are the okay. options? Well, mean? like the option. Okay, we're gonna do short term. We're gonna do long term. If it's short term, it's gonna be far less. If it, I feel like they all the plan was always to have Nylander for. A long time. And it wasn't until very late in the process. They were like, okay, what about a bridge deal? Sort of hmm. thing. Do you consider know. Nylander as a bridge deal? The five? No, no, no. 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 I'm, I'm oh. saying they like, it, it wasn't that. even considered. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. here. didn't we hear something like really brief? Like, oh, yeah, you might sign like a three or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, $3 million yeah. or something like that. Oh, was, I just like don't want to get part. it to the point where Dubas gives him everything he wants and it's like well you you could have give, given him everything he wants in march like you want to it's a it's a negotiation something's right? got to be a, negotiated at the end of this for mm-hmm. it to be all worth it it's got to be a bit of a do this win right this is the the tough thing about this whole situation he does have to win he's got to win it yeah he's got to win or have it. And a I think win I'm... have a win and that's what a negotiation yeah. is yeah you don't win everything you win a little they win a little you compromise right i think a leafs win regardless of cap hit is Six years. So you're willing to overpay at six years? Six then. years or more. And what's your number at six years? It's got to be less than Matthews. Um, so if, if, if it's ten and a half over six. Cool. Me too. I'm way cool with Not that. stoked on it, but... No. Ten and a half? I'm fine with it. He's a leaf for six years. Seven. And, and by the way, ten and a half... <laughs> I want seven years. Oh, it's a negotiation. Years. I want seven years. There you go. All right. There you That's go. Fine. I so and I'm you, sure the Leafs can fucking load it with front loaded contracts. Totally, and, yeah. yeah. And and Mitch Marner will make all the endorsement money and he'll be fine. But um, how do you not swear when you're tired on the radio? That just came out of me by accident. It's just a switch. It's just a switch. Yeah, I don't just have don't. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just it's not an option. Like you can't just be swearing. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just, yeah like, you just don't. It's funny when your job's on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you can't. Like, <laughs> you just can't. There's no, not, you just can't. There's no negotiation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. There is no win for both no. sides on that one. I've never <laughs> been on with Scott MacArthur and gone, so uh, fucking Mitch Martin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, it, I know I know my opinion's unpopular, but I, I would so much rather overpay for a star. I would so much rather totally. do that. And, and, and you know... I, I, I'm I'm no stranger to negotiations. I've done a lot of contracts in my life, a lot of contracts behind the scenes. It's and poo. Uh, what's that? It's poo. It's not. It's just it's just reality. And I think that wow. everybody's got this mathematical number, and I respect that. And go, this is what he should make. Okay, but reality is separate from that. And I hate. I'm I'm not saying that you're not you're not correct. I don't want to invalidate that opinion because I I don't agree because I do agree. But at a certain point. The reality is, the Leafs are not just paying for Mitch Marner, their player. They're playing for Mitch Marner, the brand. And he is a big, big, big part of their really good PR in this city right now. If you remember 2015, man, Leaf fans were apathetic. Ooh, I... I no, sorry, it's yeah. a funny mood in the city now. Well, okay. It's, this isn't the past two years. Okay, but going I agree into, with you with the past two years. Uh, going, going into this. Yes, of course, you know, people yeah. are a little upset. I guarantee you, as soon as he signs the contract and people get over whatever the hell the number is, um, they'll be like, great, I love him again. This, this... Wait, wait, till the, wait till the first time Mitch does a Mitch thing on ice. You guys are going to be... Everybody's going to be like, oh, I love this. Yeah. 
You'll I, forget it in a, in a heartbeat. He, Mitch Marner doesn't need to be there for the beginning of training camp. There's always those two exhibition games where, like I said, Adam Brooks is the number one center. Yeah. Or whatever. If Mitch Marner's a Leaf by, let's say, September 21st, that's an enormous win for the Leafs. I have a question, guys. And I'm, I'm unclear on this, and I'm wondering if you guys have any... I have heard that with the David Clarkson trade. Which one? <laughs> the, the one where he came back. His, oh, okay. His return. Uh, I've heard that with that contract on the books, the Leafs can now go later into the season to sign Mitch Marner. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because other people are tweeting that it's not true and they can't use the LTR, but that is true that they can. There. Uh, What's the deal? I've spoken to the fine folks at Cap Friendly about this many times, and it's extremely confusing. If you go on... Oh, for crying out loud. The Cap Friendly armchair GM tool or whatever it is, is really precise the Leafs can only put I want to say it's like Horton or something like that on summer LTIR which is a thing Mm -hmm. and then there's like day one LTIR so like they can't put Clarkson on until the season officially begins something goofy like that I don't know dude I don't know I I want I would like some clarity on that can yeah. anyone tell us for sure, Cap Friendly, can you tell us for sure whether the Leafs could take this negotiation to December 1st? Because if they can, and Mitch Marner could still get conceivably the number he should get, number that at least both sides would be co- somewhat comfortable with, then it's going to December 1st. Uh, dude, I have that's no idea. That, that, that's um, a loss. If the, no matter what he signs, I have some info loss. here. If they can, because it, it, you know what it is? It's a loss for the Leafs because it's wasted money. The money they paid Nylander last year, they didn't get Nylander. Yes. Wasted, wasted, yes. wasted money. Yes. Nylander could put up Marner from last year numbers, and they'd be breaking even. Yeah, no, it's a huge loss. It's a gigantic loss. The Leafs will place Clarkson and his contract, which carries a cap hit of $5.25 million Who's on uh, the hockey writers. Okay. This is when they did the deal to reacquire uh, Clarkson, and they re- they wrote a uh, article on the complexity of the trade. Okay, so Clarkson carries a cap hit of five point two five million. They'll mm-hmm. place that on LTIR. Then on October second, when the regular season starts, the team will also add Nathan Horth- Horton's contract to LTIR, and those moves will allow Toronto to generate about ten point five five million in cap space. Hmm. Clarkson's five point two five. I always thought he was five seven five. No, it's uh, five two five. Because that's interesting. Because wh- is that not down to the dollar Joffrey Lupul's cap hit? Is that what it is? I'm know. pretty yeah, sure. And now Lupul's mm-hmm. off the books, so they throw Clarkson right back on the books. So the Leafs are allowed to go over the eighty-one point five million dollars salary cap by ten percent during the off season, but they are required to be under the limit by the start of the season. If the team puts both Horton and Clarkson on LTIR when they are at the maximum $81.5 million in salary, they'll be given the amount mm-hmm. of about $10.5 million in salary cap relief for those two players on LTIR. Adding Horton and Clarkson to LTIR doesn't eliminate their cap hits, but their contracts won't cap count against the, cap, the salary cap limit. Thus, the Maple Leafs will be allowed to exceed the cap by the amount that's on LTIR, which in addition is both of these contracts. Why is this allowed? <laughs> like, who negotiated that in? It's fucking and it was awesome. Like, totally. I totally. Perfect. Love it. Makes yeah. sense. I love it. Oh, I, it's in the books. 
exploit it like everyone else did. Like everyone who's had success has. Screw um, it. So but about what, what it sounds like that uh, the Leafs want ten point five for Mitch Marner, doesn't it? Well, it's ten point five. They so they go on to write that they could build their roster right up to eighty one point five, then place both of them on LTIR once the season begins, and then they get free ten point five million dollars in cap space. Which it sounds like, if it was a six or seven year deal, it would be ten and a half million. Wouldn't right. you so much rather, like? Rather than go to December or November or whichever country's Thanksgiving you choose with Mitch Marner, wouldn't you so much rather them do some sort of cap shenanigans where they sign Mitch Marner and also Jake Gardner? Yeah. That'd be so much better. Or make, like, I wonder, like, how much this is holding up the trade market. It might be. I mean, listen, it's probably holding, I think, all the RFAs. Because, remember, there are a lot of RFAs. It's almost every team. It's, it's more than half of the team. It's holding up everybody. Um, but none of them are signed. No. And and so you kind of, I don't know, I look at it and, and think, like, the dam will have to burst at a certain point. Clayton Keller was the first one to, to fall. Well, he wasn't even an RFA this year, though. It's no, next. it's next. But they're yeah. trying to avoid this. Right. Um, Which, I, man, Smart. can you blame them? Yeah. I have... I have three things. Oh. Three things. Three little things about okay, this situation. Right. If Kyle Dubis goes to the negotiation table with Darren Ferris and Mitch Marner and he says, hey, we worked out this plan. We have $10.5 million in space. This is how it's going to work. And Mitch Marner says, no, I want 11. Does, is that, do we look at him differently if, it's, if he's not willing to just say, hey, these guys worked out this plan where this is all they have available and it's 10.5, and he says no? There's got to be some sort of give. There's, Mitch he Marner, has to. He has Mitch to Marner could make up half a million dollars on like six months worth of Instagram posts. Right. So what <laughs> like, if I'm this... Serious. Six do months, we, try a couple posts, man. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> do we look at him differently if this was the case and Dubas' plan was 10.5 and he continually says no? I don't know if I'll ever look at him the same regardless. Because he was I think a, a an much. actual care bear. <laughs> he was an actual care bear on skates. But he's got to make money. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, listen. Yes. But it, no, oh, but five hundred thousand. Oh, well, yeah, what's he gonna but do? But five hundred thousand. What's he gonna do? I, mean, you know? I, I also just. But can't this simple. is a hypothetical. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so obviously, this, this is. Your, listen, <laughs> if you are telling people not to let the Nylander negotiations color their view of Nylander, you can't also then say, "Well, Mitch." Like you can. You're totally I, right. I have, my whole thing is, I think the agent stinks. The agent stinks. None of this had to be this negative, but this guy just lives for that. He's a pig and shit with it. Oh. But but on the other hand, Hope Mitch Marner himself, Taylor Hall fire as him. a person who is an employee of an organization, mm. you should always root for a guy to make more money. Mm. Always. You should always be pro little guy. And people were like, People are uh, like, well, what's seven hundred and fifty grand to Mitch Marner? I'm like, seven hundred and fifty grand to Mitch Marner. What's seven hundred and fifty grand to the to Toronto anybody. Maple Leafs yeah, in yeah. a cap? So Come on, I guys. Can't, I can't, so relate, on. can't relate to either of them. Screw them. <laughs> but screw them both. That's okay. I need people to get over this stupid shit. Uh, you know what, man? Mitch Marner, go get your money. I have decided. Fuck all of that <laughs> thoroughly. He is. Mitch Marner's never gonna go hungry. Mitch Marner's ancestors. Oh, sorry, not ancestors. What's it? His 
kids, his grandkids, his great grandkids, uh, his ancestors. Yeah. Is, he's when building he a is time the machine. Ancestor. He's building a time machine. He'll go back and give. Think of how that would be so much more prudent because with inflation, how much is right? Ten and a half million dollars. You'd be the king of Egypt. Yeah. Stick with me, bitch. I'm your new agent. I have 2019 American dollars, Egypt. Benjamin Franklin is on the money. Wait, so who the is that? It doesn't matter. Like th- th- yeah. they're both. Oh, the little guy. So they're does... both the big guy. <laughs> they're, they're not. Both... They're very. Yes, not. they are. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mitch Marner gonna be a you multi-millionaire. You the big guy. Mitch Marner gonna be a multi-millionaire. MLSE multi-billion-dollar company. It's the same sorry, amount of money to me. I don't know what I would do with either of those not, amounts of money. But that is illogical, what, my friend. Once you, you, once you <laughs> pass a, th- a certain threshold, is it all just fun well, money? I mean, he's not, yes. It's literally clown car circus If he accepted David Pasternak money, I might say he did it for the love of the game. The only thing... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The only thing with that... If he cuts back on tape. (laughs) Yeah, right? The only thing with Mitch Marner, everybody being like, go get your money, is that there's a cap. Yes. He he can't go... It's not baseball where he can go get his actual market value. This He he can't do that If you're a Leaf fan, you don't mean it. If you're a Leaf fan and you say, Mitch, go get your money, you don't mean it and you're a liar and you're disingenuous. Hey, Mitch, go out and get a contract that's going to hurt the team that I cheer for. What are you, a stooge? You don't mean it. Stop saying it. Talk with your heart. And your heart says, Mitch, sign the fucking thing. No, if, <laughs> yes, it does. If, okay, yes, it does. If, if we were saying Mitch Marner do the best thing for the Leafs, he would sign a, min- a league min. That would be. That like, would be that's, but that's unreasonable. Oh, Ten and a half uh, million dollars? That's, yeah. that's unreasonable. reasonable. We're not talking a million dollars. We're not talking twenty. We're talking ten and a half. If he gets ten and a half million dollars, are you not somewhat on a personal level happy for a guy to get ten million bucks no, from but the organization? No. He's a professional they all make <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm not like Hey, Matthews. What's that's wrong cr- with us that we can't be happy for a guy's success? Uh, I'm, I'm happy on. for his own success. I would be annoyed if 500K is what's holding up. If 10.5 is on the table, he should take the 10.5 because yes. 500K he can make back if he yes. just signs this deal, yes. if that's yes. what they had available yes. for. Yes. Yes. But uh, I, don't, I don't know any of that. I literally just made that up. That's hypothetical. I, I saw some adorable tweets, like uh, uh, something about, like, Oh, why would Mitch sign in Toronto where he, uh, or why would he give up money and uh, then he has to do these endorsements? First of all, (laughs) has to? Dunk your head in the friggin' toilet. He's a hockey player. NHL players don't get to do this shit, okay? Not a lot of them. It's a very small, select group of guys. It's all the guys at Media Day today. Second of all, I have been involved in these shoots that they do with brands. They do nothing! They don't have to do anything, and they leave with hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's, it's their time. It's a day of their time. There was one, I won't say the players, but we had to, they literally, the, the, uh, sound people, camera people, all these handlers, catering, Styling. interviewers, stylists, my goodness, and the shoot had to end by a certain time because that player had to go have a nap. Or go to the gym. No, it was, it oh, was, it was literally specifically, <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta have a nap. <laughs> All right. I don't sympathize... I, th- no, if if you are not able asking to, to sympathize, I'm asking you to be happy for a, a guy to make that much money from an organization. I'll be happy when he gets on the ice. 
I don't have to be happy for anyone. <laughs> you, you I don't even have to be happy for myself. You don't. And I'm not. And you won't be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Like we I am never going to begrudge somebody making that much money. If you're that talented that you're Watch worth me. that kind of money from an organization, because the thing is, is that outside in the real world, most people don't make that kind of money unless they created their own company. Mitch has if a you, special talent and should be compensated bingo. for that talent. Exactly. 100%. Now, if it's if if but, it's ten and yeah. a half and he wants eleven, mm-hmm. then fuck off and take the t- ten and a half. You ask. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, I get that. Yeah, I'm Mitch, with you. go out and get your money. Shut up. But also, <laughs> Matthew could chuck. But also, Both can be true. But also, no, it's a billion dollar no. company negotiating with its employees. That is hamstrung by the salary cap. Yes. They cannot sure. go but out they would and love give... to pay him that. I'm sure they'd love to have whatever you want. <laughs> the Leafs would love nothing more than to bring 1998 back and give Mitch Marner literally $20 million. Yes. They would be justified in Because nobody it. could compete with us. No, I saw... I saw something, uh, it was probably Mike Camito. He's always tweeting this stuff. Uh, it's, it's... We gotta have Mike on, by the way. We, yes. Yeah. In 2001, I think it's the anniversary, or yesterday was the anniversary, of Alexi Yashin signing an $87.5 million contract. It was a year. With, with the 2001. No, no, no. Eight the, years. The length of the oh, I, I don't remember. Wasn't it eight years? I don't that, that matters, because 87 is just, well, it could have been a one year. All I know year. is it got bought out. He was making it million like 20 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it was, it was uh, and that, that was 2001. That was mm-hmm. 18 years ago. That was an, uh, an adult ago. That he signed that, and now and he still how many players? And he still wasn't the highest paid player. Yager was crazy. Oh. Yager's making twelve million bucks for the Caps. I think, and Sakic was making like fourteen yeah. or, or something like that. Guys who are long <clears throat> retired were making more than Gretzky the players. Gretzky made eight are and a half for LA in ninety one. Today, like the the Leafs would love to go back to. I remember reading a newspaper. I, I think we said this last show, where Matt Sundin was making nine and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Nine and a half million dollars. Which is why I laugh when people are like, I can't believe that you, of all people, would want... It's only because you're a Toronto fan that you would want a soft cap. And I'm like, no, it's because I believe players should should make what they deserve. Yeah. And and frankly, they're not. And, and, And listen... I'm, in, I'm not, in a soft I'm not cap saying, world, go get yours, Mitch. I'm not suggesting... In a soft cap world, yep, change my tune. I have never suggested... In fact, I've, I've advocated for the fact that equalization payments are key to the success of the NHL and that revenue from the NHL is different than the NFL and different from the NBA. It's a lot less. However, if you think it's okay that these guys who have trained their whole lives are getting paid less than their market value, if you think that's okay, then there's also something wrong. Speak with your heart. And, 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 and my suggestion well, has always been tax the hell out of the rich teams to pay for the poor ones. I don't understand what's a big Isn't problem that what with they that. they do anyway? Yes! Yes! Imagine, though, there was more tax money to pay the poor teams. Crazy, right? You socialist. Oh, it makes me so fucking mad. I, no, socialism is doing what we're doing right now, which is capping it and going, no, you can't spend more than this. You're a rich hockey, guys. You're a hockey cut. Drives me crazy. Oh, it drives me so mad. You're a hockey cut. Uh, anyway. That was one. Hockey cu- am I a hockey cut? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was one of the two things I wanted to bring Sorry, what was the other thing? <laughs> You said three uh, things. I yeah. said three things. So one of the one of the three. Sorry. Okay, yes. let's go number two. Number two. I can't wait to see what number two is. Well, number two. Would you ever let Mitch sit the season and take that cap money? Yes. No. If I have ten and a half million dollars and he wants eleven, see you later. Yeah. Who the hell are you? I signing? can't pay him. Who are you signing? Huh? Who are you signing? Well, if you can't tenant? pay him, what are you going to do? Oh. Well, J- <laughs> Jake Gardner for one. Yeah. You I think it'd be because it's been a that very be long time. <laughs> It's been a very long time since an NHL team has gone, you know what, 
fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be really interesting. It'd just be a shame if it happened to my team. Yeah. Leafs aren't competing for a Stanley Cup without Mitch Marner. No. I think they're well, fine. They'll stay afloat. They won't compete for a Stanley Cup. And this is my point. So, okay. So you've overpaid Mitch Marner a little bit. Not at all. There's no way they compete well, for the Stanley Cup. they're going to be very good. They're still a 100-point team. Yeah. I think. And you can't, there's no moves you can make with that extra cap space? Well, that if you're, allows you. If you're intending to sign him, try again to sign him next year, which I think the relationship would be pretty damaged, but you'd still try. Sure. Uh, yeah. Then you can't really do anything long term. Uh huh. So you'd have to do something in the short term, which is either sign Jake Gardner to have seen an amount of money for one year, or make a trade or both. Mm-hmm. You'd be so much better off trading him than letting him sit. Yeah. Like, However, just to prove a point, it would be kind of it. It would be a line in the sand, boy. Like mm. you talk about, <laughs> you talk about saying. No, that's that's gonna be it. Yeah. If the Leafs did that, <laughs> whoa! And and this is a team, quite frankly, that needs to take a step forward. Like I don't think we've talked about enough yes. how important it is that they get out of the first round this year. Oh. And this is why I'm like, you know what? If they pay Mitch Marner a million more per season or 750 grand more, that's my threshold. If it's a million bucks more than it should be, fine. Because cool going that. into Game Seven in Boston. I want Mitch in the lineup. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm not. Now, I'm not saying Babs is going to put him on the ice. Mitch. I'm glad you made money. I don't give a <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm not saying. I'm not going to say Babs is going to put him on the ice, but I still oh. at least want him dressed. <laughs> My dear right? God, it'll let's be, not it'll forget be Nick Shore and Jason Spezza out there for five minutes. Nick Shore is going to play three games for the Toronto Maple Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's yeah, not forget Mitch Marner didn't have the best playoffs. A guy who's usually what four to one in his like assist to goal yeah. ratio had like two assists. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, because not... he was put in a shutdown role that was actually really <laughs> effective. What? Uh. You know, because because if there's anything you want to do in life, it's you want to minimize your strengths to address your weaknesses. That way, you can guarantee mediocrity. It's great. It's fantastic. Ben Harper, everybody. Anyway, uh... oh! <laughs> I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. Also, how did I not make Morgan Riley a beater last night? Yeah, remember I had to... That's too far back. I can't even remember. It is too um, far Steve, back. your thoughts quickly on Kyle Dubas on Tim and Sid. You did a little video on it, but sum it up for us yeah. quickly. And um, I, I guess Jesse has a third point that we forgot to get to, so we should maybe get to that as well. Well, should we do that first, then? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, what's a fair trade for Mitch Marner? Oh, fuck me. That's a, that's, you, a, that's an acceptable answer. That happens before the There's regular no, season. You're happy. You with don't it. get fair value back. Yeah, there is none. You don't. There's none. Um, like, Who's the worst like, team? Like, Their next two first overall picks. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was. I was looking at the other RFAs out there, like Matthew Kachuk plus. Like for real. Yeah. I would I would talk to <laughs> see if Columbus would part with a few more draft picks because they got the, <laughs> they got the cap space to sign into an outrageous deal. Right. Plus, then you're sending you're, you're sending a bit of a message. No offense, Columbus, but um, I would I would call them and say, "Oh, well, you want to make all this money in the NHL and put 15 percent of it into escrow? Cool. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll send you to Columbus where you can't get any endorsement deals." Yep. Yeah. How about this? How about this? Um, Mike, you finally get your wish. We get Zach Wierenski. Yeah. Leafs get Zach Wierenski, and, and it's still, and then some. Still an RFA. Still not enough. Zach Wierenski is not enough. I don't know if Columbus does that. Well. They need something up front. I don't know what they're going to be this year. Yep. Um, did you see the Torts quote, by the way? Well, wait, wait, Adam, what are you asking for? An exciting trade in the NHL? Give your head a shake. Yeah, you're right. Did Sorry, you see what? the Torts quote? No. That he's, he's like... He's like, I don't want to hear that Panarin, he was referencing Panarin, Duchesne, and uh, uh, Bobrovsky. I don't want to hear that those guys want to win. Uh, if they, you know, if they wanted to win, they would have stuck around here, basically. <laughs> Friggin' love and torts. And I'm pissed off. Friggin' love torts. Which, I mean, Duchesne might win. Nashville's still very In good. Nash- well, that's another team where it's like, all right, 
what's it going to take for you to finally win this thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it Duchesne? I mean, maybe, I suppose. The Clayton Keller deal is interesting. It's I do PK. want to talk about it. Oh, one more point. Sorry. No, it's it's not P.K. Suma. Oh, it's not P.K. No. Apparently. Um, yeah. The Clayton <laughs> Keller deal is quite interesting because it's yeah. I, he, signed, he signed it a year out. Mm-hmm. Now, a few people who are advanced stats people. Oh, you wanted say, me to talk about Dubas. Yeah, I didn't want, want to do that now, Yeah, do that now. Do that now. Okay, we'll, sorry. We'll Clayton Keller. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we are in preseason Jumping. form. Uh, I thought Dubas did a pretty good job. Um, it made me uh, optimistic that his confidence was genuine, mm-hmm. at least in the Marner thing. They're they're like, you know, is he going to be there for uh, training camp? And Dubas yep. did not sound no overly not. confident about that. Um, pretty confident the Leafs are going to have a captain, and I still think my theory's right on that. I think Matthews day one of training camp. Um, you know, Leafs media day would have a C on his chest if Marner was locked up, and he's not. Uh, so the Leafs are going to have a captain this year. I don't know when the hell they're going to name it. Gosh, it would be great to do before game one. Uh, wouldn't that be great? That that would still be a great reveal. Uh, well, you forget have to. the preseason. You, you, you have to forget Mitch Marner right now. You got to do. You, you got to name Matthews. You got to do it. What if you surprised, surprised Scotiabank Arena? Because they go in order of number. You skip 34. Everyone goes, what the hell? And, you know, number 91, John Tavares. And everyone goes, okay. And your assistant captain. No, and, oh, sorry. <laughs> and your captain, yeah. Austin. I'm doing Andy Frost. Whoops. But, oh, that'd be so good. It'd be pretty sweet. So good. Um, uh, they talked to him about, like, talking to Ric Flair and stuff like that. I don't know, like. I'm Dubas seems like a guy who's not pressed. Like he he's not his his cardigan sure looked pressed. His cardigan was uh not a the star of the show. It was. It was great. It's very great sensible. Yeah. Just, yeah. It was great. Just, it looked great. Just a guy with a nice sweater. So yeah, I mean listen, sweater season. The, the Leafs are going to be very good no matter what. It's just it suck it would really suck for Mitch Marner not to be there. Um let's move to Clayton Keller. Yes. Clayton Keller's contract is a very interesting one because it is eight years long. It is $7.15 million. And according to at Ineffective Math, Micah McCurdy, uh, giving Clayton Keller that much money is a disastrously bad idea. Now, I've heard. <laughs> That's <laughs> very, very to and the point. He, and then he tweeted one of those heat maps, and I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> but but, um, but then, I, then you have other people who are like, well, wait a second. A, they're paying the Arizona tax because it's tough to keep stars mm-hmm. in Arizona. Although Rachel I would Dory argue likes the, likes the deal. Rachel Dory really yeah. liked it. And a lot of people are like, well, he's on a bad team. But here's the thing. Clayton Keller now, with this contract, even though it doesn't start for another year, is expected to make this team not a bad team. Yeah. So if he does not perform, and they're like, well, it's a bad team this year, now it's Clayton Keller's fault. Now it's a bad contract. So this is where, this is where it gets really, really interesting. If the Coyotes are good this year and he's a big part of that, great, done. But if Clayton, if the Coyotes are bad, you can no longer blame the Coyotes being bad on Clayton. Ke- Sorry, you can no longer be- blame Clayton Keller being bad on the Coyotes being bad. I I, th- I think there's a couple things being missed here. Okay. One is that 95 percent of players, according to Twitter, are overpaid. Yeah. So well, that's once the other they thing with the overpaid yeah. market. Oh my God! Now, every and, contract, every like, well, he's player is bullshit. Wow, that's too much. Yes. Yes, that's why he signed it. All the, all the fair ones 
He was like, no, he fuck ignored that. those. Give me one of those overpay ones. I like yeah. those. Yeah. Which, that's been the frustrating thing about restricted free agency is you're supposed to, it's supposed to at but least Steve, be fair. But there's anyway. A, there's, a so, there's, a, there's a formula for this. Ugh. There is not. No. <laughs> no, there isn't. Um, they're paying for what Clayton Keller is going to be, not what he was last year. Right. If I'm not mistaken, last year he was coming off like a pretty serious injury. Yeah, I think so. When he first came into the NHL, the Coyotes were shoot, but he was really good. It was oh they lost again and oh Clayton Keller scored again like it was it was this weird thing to watch two or three years ago. Um, where was it going to go with oh the more important thing to me the Coyotes have money. Mm. Their their new owner has some money to throw around, and very shortly after becoming the new owner, you know scoped out the NHL. What's all this shit? All these RF, uh, RFA's mm-hmm. they're not signed mm-hmm. yet. Do we have any of that? No? Okay, that's good. What about next year? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, frig it. That's Clayton Keller. Mm-hmm. We're like building our team. Or, throw him a bunch of money. Yep. Yep. Throw him a yeah. bunch of money. Let's and give they, him 50 million bucks. What the hell? Why not? And they have... My well, fuck around signed a $50 million contract. I mean, I think he's going to end up being roughly worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 7.1 for your first line left winger, isn't that's really good. No. And, and like the way it's heading. All right. And then you bring up... Phil Kessel in the what is it the Kachina jersey the the Picasso dog <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's a lot of I think it's positive press for the Coyotes um, and they're going on a little bit of a run yeah no I I, I don't I, I think the Keller contract's going to be okay you it is a little bit of fantasy like uh, sure hope he's good I even saw Colin White like man that's a lot of money for a guy who scored forty seven yes yes inflation that's how it worked. That deal, I think, is going to be... Two years wicked. ago, he'd have never got this deal. No. I, think, yeah. I think both contracts are going to end up being good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, when was the last time someone went, whoa, that's a steal? Like, I feel like the only steals that exist... Like, it has to be... You're not allowed to say someone's a steal unless their name is Patrick Maroon. Like, yeah, that this was year, a steal. That was a freaking and steal. And then last year... It's, what if that's just market value for Patrick Maroon, apparently? Like, who else is... Mm-hmm. What are the good contracts around the league that have been signed over the last, like, two years? Yeah, I, I think that the players have got wise to a bunch of stuff that they should never have signed. All the and best contracts you. They are, should all thank Nate McKinnon for that, because he took the bullet. All the best contracts in the league are contracts that are halfway or most of the way done. Yeah, Brad Marchand, guy, Guys Bergeron. aren't overpaid if half the league is willing to pay them that. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know? I'd... I'd gladly take Clayton Keller for right. Yep. That amount. Of, no, I don't. I think it's fine. Um, Pierre Maguire will not be on the NBC broadcast anymore. He's going to be replaced by Brian Boucher, who apparently has been working his way up the ranks. Well, he won't be the number one. He won't be the number one. Sorry. Yes, yeah. he will be on the B team. Yes. Um, now, there were people just tap dancing in the aisles over this one. Uh, I think this has been coming for a while. Mm-hmm. That's fair, right? Fair to say. Um. I don't know. I think that's been the the stress of a lot of hockey fans is that they're like Pierre Maguire is going to be on TV forever. <laughs> he still is. I mean, yeah, he's. I guess. I don't know. Broadcasting is one of those weird things. Like you know how, like goalies, there's only X amount of jobs <laughs> available in the NHL. Well, broadcasting, there's even fewer. Jobs yeah. available, at least at, at the highest level. Yeah. And by the way, they pay less. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A lot um, less. So, you know, it's not like you can... Th- th- there's no... 
there isn't like an actual minor league system mm-hmm. for it. And you go, well, you know, I know goaltending's bad now, but they got Joseph Wool coming up or whatever. It it doesn't doesn't quite work like that. There's no like Carter Hart uh, for broadcasting. So maybe that's what people were uh, so freaked out about. Um, I'm excited for change. Uh, well advertised. I wasn't a huge fan of him. I'm not going to dance on his grave, though. And I, Pete Blackburn tweeted this out. This is what I've been looking for for the past minute. Uh, and it was just hilarious to me. So Pete said something. It was critical of Pierre, but I thought it was relatively fair. Or it wasn't, haha, screw you. Um, someone responded to him. Look at you losers shitting on someone in defeat on Twitter who's accomplished more than you, I'm not even going to say that word, ever will. Both of you ain't shit. <laughs> and then uh, on <clears throat> July 28th, good riddance, Kiprios, <laughs> from the same person. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's wow. too perfect. Wow, that it's is so perfect. Too uh, perfect. So, listen, I wasn't the biggest fan of him. Uh, I am not going to rejoice that he is no. no longer on the broadcast. Supposedly, Brian Boucher uh, has b- been like a exciting up-and-comer. And some of you, I was just thinking, how long ago was Brian Boucher's crazy streak? Because, like, a lot of people oh. probably don't even know. Been a long time. Yeah, Brian was... Boucher, like, he was, I don't know if he was, like, he might have been a starter for, like, a season and a half. Like, a career backup. And this guy, I believe, holds the shutout record. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had, I want to say, a shutout streak of, like, five games in a period. It's insane. <laughs> it was, he had five yeah, straight games of shutout. It's friggin' insane. So now he'll be the guy between the benches, and there it is. I don't, I don't, I won't tap dance on that grave. I, can you believe that, Adam? Uh, I, I, I can. I think that the, <laughs> I think is. I think the point. No, I think the I think the when you tap dance on someone is when they screw up, but they're okay. Uh, you don't tap dance on someone who who took a personal like a career hit. Like I don't I don't I don't like that either. Well, and, um, did, I, and I'm, I'm I'm publicized as saying like we went through that whole Hartford thing that he made up on the bench <laughs> last year, and and like at that point I was like what the hell, and so you know it's it's like, and and I'm the king of getting things wrong. It happens all the time. However, it was his personal experience that I felt like maybe he should have got that right, um, yes. and. In, oh, yeah. in that microcosm of a moment, you can see why changes had to be made, well, right? Didn't, didn't he? But, wasn't he also battling something with his health this I don't, season? See, and I, I wonder no if maybe he's personally maybe he's taking back. a bit of a reduced role. Listen, the guy's polarizing. That's just the facts. Uh, but there are people. There have to be people that like him. There are obviously executives that like him, and the, he's not gone. And it's okay to not like someone and also not tap dance on their grave when they take a, a, a step back. Uh, professionally, I've heard nothing but good things about how he is in person. I've heard he's a yep. great guy. I've heard the same. Um, and that people love working with him. So, I mean, what else can you ask? I've, I've been critical of the way he broadcasts. I'm sure he could be critical of the way I broadcast. So be it. Doesn't mean that he's a bad person. Mentions analytics once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the, the stance on analytics thing is, it, it seemed like he was just trying to poke the bear. And I think there, there's a certain point where it's like, okay, you're not even, this isn't even fun anymore. Like, it'd be funny if, like, if you're trying to be funny with the analytics community, you can, you can sort of poke fun and they can go poke fun back, right? But the guys yes. that are against analytics are, like, so aggressively aggressive about it. He and there's a few writers in Toronto that are like that. And you're like... I, this isn't fun anymore, right? You can well, make this fun. 
the broadcasting, and it's an American style, no offense, Americans, the I'm smarter than you thing, yeah. which I guess is a Don Cherry thing as well. But the, the whole I'm smarter than you thing works. No one argues with Don Cherry, though. There are shows about arguments in the States that do really well. There's that. Uh, and Ron goes back at them sometimes. They don't really have the time Ron anymore. Go, they used yeah, to get into like full-on screaming matches, Yeah, uh, which I thought was really fun. Um, but when you say I'm smarter than you and it's based on basically nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's, that's the appropriate response. Adam is a yawn. Yeah. So anyway, congrats to Brian Boucher. Uh, Pierre Maguire will be just fine. I think um, we need to check in on the uh, the one take that that matters in this whole situation. Oh, what is the one take that matters? What NHL by Maddie thinks. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, I bet. Oh, boy. NHL by Maddie says, I like Pierre Maguire. What? Oh, wait, you're not? Okay. <laughs> uh, fan, fan as, I think he meant, fan of him as an in-game color commentator, but maybe he was spread a little thin doing so many games. I think he'd be a home run as an in-studio analyst. That was something Greg Wyshynski alluded to, mm-hmm. was, was that between the benches, it was just not the role for him. Mm-hmm. But put him on a panel, and he might be better. Now, you can, well, you he, can he disagree. Well, in Canada for yeah, years. You can disagree with whether or not, you know, you'd want to see him in that role. I agree that he'd be better in that role, personally. Like, the, 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 color, the color guy being between the benches is strange to me. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I think there's very few guys that can actually pull it off. That's the that's the part where I'm like, I mean, Ray Ferraro seems to be the best guy. Is at that it. what TSN does? I was trying to think of who. Yeah, Ray's down in the Cuthbert's yeah. guy is. I like them yeah. up in the booth. I like them on the ice. If you just do whatever works for you. But Ray's Ray's used to being on the ice. He's a player. Yeah, isn't well, Brian Boucher is isn't isn't hockey night? It's two guys in the booth and someone at ice level. Used to be. I don't know if it still is. I believe it is. I don't yeah, know. Kyle Bukowski. Oh, yeah, but Kyle's not in between the benches. He's kind of the roving no. reporter. Yeah, you're right. He is mm-hmm. the roving reporter. Uh, the, you're talking my, about my a color, play-by-play in color. Shot Well, today. let's throw this out there. Congratulations yeah. to Kendall Coyne uh, Schofield, who is uh, announced. She was just announced as the... Um, San Jose Sharks. Added to the San Jose Sharks broadcast team, which is incredible. Um, she was the one that had the awkward moment with Pierre, I believe, last year yes. as well. But handled it beautifully, is a great broadcaster, and it's going to be fun to watch. That's great. And long overdue in the States. Um, and, and also, I mean, we've got, you know, we got a few up here, but I think we, we could make a little more room. Well, I think and, given especially the turnover that's happened in the industry lately. Yeah, I have a feeling we're not uh, done with, yeah, with this I sort of so news. So some of the uh, some of the best women's hockey players, I know I feel like Hillary Knight and Marie-Philippe Poulin are amongst them. Uh, they're going on sort of like, on like playing tour, sort of like the players did in the O four O five lockout, like a, like an exhibition mm-hmm. sort of tour. But um, I mean, more women in broadcasts when a lot of them aren't doing anything because they're choosing to not play. Uh, it just makes sense. Natalie Spooner is going to be on. Uh, what is it? Skating with the yeah, uh, dance, or um, it's not Dancing with the Stars. No. Um, oh, Blades of Glory. Blades of, no. No. <laughs> It's the Blades on show. ice. Oh my god! I it's forget. basically where you take a professional. Do you want me to look it up? Yes, please. Blades, a professional skater and a and a and a total newbie, and then you. It's it's basically. <laughs> Do you want to know the, with name? the stars on yes, ice? Please. Basically. Do you guys want to keep guessing the name? No, no, I don't. I feel embarrassed. Battle of the Blades. Ah! Oh, 
blades. That's the so, CBC show that's essentially dancing with the stars, except on, on ice. ice. On ice. Yes. Perfect and it's actually Canada. really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. you know, so, yeah, she's a perfect candidate for that. Why wouldn't you ask her to do that if she's available? Kendall Coyne, why wouldn't you ask her to participate a, if she's available? So the NWHL has signed this deal with Twitch to stream all of their games. That's super oh, interesting. Oh, fun. Very interesting. So, because it, it obviously, if you're the NWHL, your market's got to be 18 to 34. You know, if you're, your adult market has to be 18 to 34. I think even younger. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah, adult market. Yeah, yeah but sure. you can't sell traditionally, unless you're like Nickelodeon, you can't really sell the 12 to 18. <laughs> right. You just can't. So your target market is 1834, which is also a very tricky market because people don't know where that market's going. And It's also so huge. It's huge. It's a huge 34 market. 34-year-olds and 18-year-olds don't think the same. No, but they still lump you in together. So yeah. I'm. can I just say I'm still not sure that what the what the players are doing i understand what they're doing with the union and and not, but they're protesting the players that are sitting out are protesting the way the nwhl they they what they've said is they don't want it to fail but they want a sustainable business model so they're suggesting that the way the nwhl does business isn't set up to fail or isn't set up for long-term success maybe this is a first step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, if you're it's the NBA HL, you've got to be trying to court them. But my question is... And it's outside the box, too. What's that? It's outside the box. Like, the NWHL signed a deal with where this is all going. Yes. In my opinion. I agree. It's going online. 100%. Well, it's like what's happening with the zone, right? The... Uh, Dazzin. Um, You know, where they picked up all the Premier League games. They've had KHL for a long time. Um, I think they've got... All the NFL games, too? That you yeah, they get. own the uh, Game Center package. I bet they make a huge bid for the hockey stuff. Oh, sorry, I Red Zone package. I, be, I bet they go after hockey. Is it DAZN? It's DAZN. Yeah. yeah. It says Dazen. it says DAZN, but it's DAZN. No, it's DAZN. Um, <laughs> but that's where it's going, right? You're right. Like It's 100% where it's going. My question here is, is this, now that things have changed a little bit, over the course of three months, and I don't have the answer to this, so I don't really have an opinion. But the question is, and there's mm-hmm. a lot, more, a lot of people listening to this are more educated. Than, is this the right move now? It might have been the right move in March, but it's five, six months ago now. For the players, you mean. is this the right move for them to sit out now? I, I would. I mean, have you have to, to know, commit to it. I'd have to know the dollar amount details of the deal. Because, well, no, forget the forget whatever money Twitch is going to bring in. Um. At a certain point, and, and this is just one side of it, okay? So just don't don't be mad at me for saying this, but at a certain point, you don't get to determine... Like, this. Is, there's one league. You don't get to tell them how they make their money. Right. They tell you and they employ you. That is the employee-employer uh, right. relationship. I understand what you're saying. And, yeah. And now, collective bargaining has changed that. You see it in the NHL. It's changed the way that... that Players are paid. It's 50-50. You know, all of those things. I grant you all of that. But I'm I'm questioning. I think Kendall Coyne doing this. I think the Players Tour is great. Why not? And she's making way more money as a broadcaster and the, than she would as a player. And the NW, Yes. Oh, for sure. The NWHL has to play ball on this too, big time. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me now that you can't get it together. Both sides can't get it together for this season and say, you know what? What's the compromise that we are both maybe a little uncomfortable with? What can both sides give here? But we can get the stars back in the league and on the ice. That's, that's the key here. 
I don't think either side wins if the if the players if the best players in the world are sitting out. What I happens? just don't think the the NWHL does not win, but I don't know that the, the players do either. Is it and a that's victory? the part I feel like it's that's the frustrating part. Is it a victory if the NWHL is really successful this year? I I can't see how they you know I, what I mean? Like, so many I, of their best players are sitting out for the future of the game, you know, to make this thing successful. Like, what if the league, because of this deal and maybe others to follow, does really well? Have they spoken about when they will stop sitting out? No. They I haven't put a limit on it's that, very I don't believe. Confusing. I, it's, I know it's, there was a really long... It was about the CWHL and, like, what happens when a league... Ends. Right. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. I think it was just posted yesterday. Um, I would just like to know what what it takes to get them back on the ice. That should be the goal, yeah. right? Well, I'm sure that money. I don't know that that's been made sustainable money. Mm. Yeah, and that's fair. But there's a there's a lot of ways to get to that. Point. Yeah. What does that mean? And what does that mean? And that and the specifics of it, I don't think are things that either side would have released because they're probably in negotiations all the time. I would imagine that they're talking. Yeah. I'm not a big Twitch guy, but I wonder, can you? And I wonder, this is so interesting because I don't know how you would negotiate it into a deal and Rogers would never have to worry about something like this as a TV company. But, uh, you know, you got to pay X amount for Amazon Prime or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so that you can get Twitch or whatever. Um, can you donate bits if you're watching? You, you know about bits? So, like, it, you can basically buy, like, Twitch money. Mm-hmm. I, I don't fully understand it, but you can basically buy Twitch money. And if you're watching someone that you like, you can donate. Okay. You can just go, here's 50 bucks or whatever. So, if I'm watching the NWHL with my Amazon Prime account and I got a whole bunch of bits, can I just be like, that was a great game. Here's 75 bucks. Right. It's like having a Patreon account I'm sure for, you could. for the league. I don't know, but you can't, as a league, rely on that as revenue. Right. That's got to be be strenuous. But can it be... No, you don't rely on it, but can it just be there? And I think they're... just an option. Yeah, I think they're looking bigger than that. I think they wouldn't want a model where they need to ask their fans watching on Twitch to... Yeah, they want to sell it. They don't ask for it. You don't ask for it. It's just, here it is. Well, I'm sure if that's part of what Twitch does, I'm sure it's available. Um. You know, I just it should be. I just, you know, I don't know the minutia of this. I don't know all the details. Yeah, all I don't know the players. I don't know everything. But I got to tell you, I don't think it's a win from my perspective for the players to sit out and for, for, on the player side or the NWHL. There's got to be some something where they get together now and they move it forward now. Maybe something wild happens and everyone plays this year. That would be great. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a win? You That's the win. Forget about the win for the NWHL if it's still a successful season. Yeah. The win. For both sides, and the win in the PR is they get it together, and they start, and then they play. I mean, like, that's that's the win, and that's what they should both be arguing for. I, I hope it happens soon. Um, the NHL is expanding into Russia with a new streaming deal, uh, which is, online, which is very, very interesting. Again, it's all online, but uh, it's got every regular season deal, and every playoff game will be available. So that's I think that's a that's a big one because obviously hockey is enormous and there's enormous stars Russian stars in the NHL that people want to see. Yes. Now they're saying that what's interesting and the NHL played this really interestingly too is uh, is that well it really doesn't compete with the KHL because they're they play da- games at different times. Well, okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
That's what the NHL said. It's not really. He said we're. This is a little more than dipping our toe in the market, according to David Proper, who is the vice president of international media strategy for the NHL. He said, if things go really well, it rises all boats because people become hockey fans. For the most part, they're not at the same times as KHL games, so that gives us the opportunity to show how great Russian players are, and maybe hopefully in some way that helps the overall growth of hockey in the market. Interesting. Well, and like, Very political. If NHL games become you know extremely popular, more people become hockey fans, and they want to put more money into hockey, hey, I'm going to buy jerseys. Well, okay, you might order an NHL jersey online. What if you want to go see a game? Well, you're going to put money into KHL teams yep. because there is no NHL team there. So, yeah, actually, shit, mm-hmm. that's really good diplomacy there. Yeah. I actually kind of like it. And, again, that's the trend, man. It's all going online. Yep. It's all going online. Broadcasting to ice surfing. Ice surveying. I've never heard of that show. <laughs> it's a great show Who and wa- great product. Who would watch that? Everyone. I, everyone's how, smart. Is this some new sport where you surf on ice? Like, no. Like surfing on water? Well, everyone who asked me that last year. Ice surfing. I'm still asking this year. Is I've it, never heard of this. We're in a fight. Hmm. Well, hmm. We're in a fight right now. Let me know when you get on a platform that people are interested in. Yeah. Twitter! Never heard of it. I'm very upset with you right now, Jesse. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm not happy right now. I'm going to get Jeff so, Merrick to fart if, on you. Steve, or just Jesse, I have a philosophical that. question for you. Philosophical. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody's here th- there to see it. See it? Yeah. Nobody can see this tree falling in the woods. Nobody, nobody, okay. Or, or, yeah, nobody's there to see it. Did it make sound? It still made the sound. You think so? But we just don't know. What if there was like if a... If a broadcast exists on Twitter... <laughs> And no, I'm it gets lost <laughs> of views, you piece of shit. I'm just You're giving you a chance. You and your bell. The correct answer is you hockey cock. No, it's a- how dare you? That's the second time you've been a hockey cock. How dare you? Ice serving, taking over the world. Sorry, Jesse. Uh, I think the correct answer is it exists. Uh-huh. It's there. It's just screaming at no one. Uh-huh. Go huff TSN farts, you jerk. <laughs> Man, we don't have any contact with TSN in this No. Play. No, we don't. We don't. We yeah, really you better don't. not. Mackenzie also had to sit down with... Uh, <laughs> we brought up Tim and Sid, but Mackenzie also had to sit down with Dubas. I did not watch it. it. I watched it. I watched it. And? Uh, same thing you said on Tim and Sid, especially. Yeah. yeah. But there, you catch one, you catch them both. Mackenzie's right? was released earlier. Just oh. then. Wow. Yeah. yeah, because he did it earlier. <laughs> well. Mm. Well. <laughs> Priority. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. <laughs> wow. Dubas went somewhere first. Ah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because he had to drive all the way out to Asian Court to do it. Too, right. Which is. Did he go to the TSN series I doubt for that. it? Yeah, I they, doubt it very much. I don't know. It looked like it was kind of. Did it look maybe, TSN to you? It may have been downtown hotel or something. Maybe. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I well. think if you're if you're interviewing the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, you go where he wants to go. Yeah. Sure. So, Dubas, here's where you're going to go. Uh, click. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no. He hangs up a uh, landline. Yeah. He learned from Lou. Um, click. Last thing I want to mention. <laughs> And I don't know where this is going to go. So by the time you hear this story, you might actually know the answer to this. But oh, we've God. talked about Antonio Brown a little bit. We Why? talked about the freezer incident with his feet. We talked about the helmet incident with his head, where he didn't want to use the new helmet. Now he's picked a new helmet. We find out today that Antonio Brown may get released. Amazing. He may have $30 million on his contract voided. Antonio Brown and Raiders GM Mike Mayock got into it on Wednesday, and the team is planning to suspend him. What will happen if he is suspended, apparently, 
is that he will void the guaranteed money on his contract. Doesn't mean he can't make it, but the money on his contract that's guaranteed, now his contract's worth, who cares, like 60 million bucks or whatever, 30 million of that's guaranteed. Unbelievable. Now, if he does play this year because he's a veteran, there's some sort of guarantee or whatever. If he's on the active roster on opening day, he gets $14.6 million no matter what happens. He's still wiping his ass with like 15 point whatever million dollars. Yeah, but when you spend, remember when your burn rate's that high. <laughs> Apparently, you just don't give a your shit. Your income rate needs to be that high, too. Right. I don't think Antonio Brown is afraid to spend money. Oh, okay. You follow I, him on Instagram? I, I, no. Okay, well, Antonio Brown's not afraid to spend money. Uh-huh. He's made a lot of money. Good for him. Spend your money. But save some of it. <laughs> or get your money, Antonio. Well, give away your money, Antonio. <laughs> apparently, it didn't get it didn't get physical. But according to Ian Rappaport, who is basically the watch of uh, of of at the NFL, uh, after a screaming match on the field, Brown told the GM that he would hit him in the face and then punted the ball and then said, "Find me for that." <laughs> no, okay. How good is Antonio Brown? You guys are football fans. He's not good enough to put up with this. No, no. But who is? He is a top five receiver, I think, when he retires in history. No. Now with the Raiders. I don't give a shit what he's done. No, because it's too much of a dis- the distraction for you to play the sport well. Yeah, the yeah. guy didn't show up yeah. for practice. Gretzky's and he... the best player uh, ever. I'm not signing him to my team. That's what he did. No. What's he going to do? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Gretzky's a little older, but <laughs> point. Right. Your point is made. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, hyperbolic example, <laughs> but... Like, it, it, what, how long is the list of players who you would tolerate this nonsense from? It's not long at all. It's zero. It's zero. If, play, like and Tom Brady, because your Tom team Brady won't this. succeed if he's doing this to your team. If he's not practicing and is a dis- constant distraction. Yeah. If he could keep his mouth shut, then he deserves eighty million, sixty million dollars. Keep his helmet on. <laughs> he could wear a pick a helmet. Literally wear his. Hel- I love that <laughs> some people thought he was playing like three D chess. I remember, like, oh, Antonio Brown, like, he's so smart. Oh, and then remember the scene, like, it was all resolved, and I was like, oh, maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. And now he might literally just set millions of dollars on fire like he's the freaking Joker. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> he doesn't want to change helmets? I, I, I hesitate to say this because it's a very serious issue. But do you ever get the sense that somebody might need help? Yes. Yeah. I get the sense that somebody might need help here. And I could be way off. He could just have an enormous, enormous ego. But even if even if he did have an enormous ego, that's still a mental condition. A little and, bit. And there is help needed for that. And it's a little bit scary that... Um, that because it, it you you I think anybody listening to this can agree that a rational human being does not act the way Antonio Brown has been acting. Yes. Yes. So there's something up here. And I, I just look at it and go... Boy, that, I mean, you have to be receptive to help, but boy, does that seem like someone who needs a, a hand. Yeah. And like, yo, oh, he's eccentric. Okay, listen. No, if you, no, If you no. want to dye your mustache and look like the Lorax, that's, that's, eccentric. that's fine. But this, this is, this is insane. You're saying I don't need football and yelling at people and kicking I, footballs and find me for that. And I was talking about this helmet thing on the radio like a month ago. Yeah. How is this still going on? Well, and he missed the first week of training camp, and then I think last week his was... his feet were burned late, by ice. Yeah, late... Well, and also, he then he refused to show up because of his helmet. It just seems like he doesn't want to be there. What's going on here, Maybe, man? you know, maybe he just doesn't... And he did say, I don't need football anymore. Uh-huh. Maybe he just doesn't want to play. Do you want to sign... Do you want a guy who says that to be on your team? 
in the NFL when it's Antonio Brown? Yeah. <laughs> and no, but it should be telling when a team has already given up on you know, yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers have already said we don't want anything to do with this. They're guy. paying twenty million dollars for him not to play. For exactly. Wow. If he was that good, they would have put up with him. Yeah, and they're a but small market team. And well, then they did put up with him. They did yeah. until it got too much. Well, it's so funny now to see the tweets people going <laughs> like that. That they're the praise for Mike Tomlin, who is the head coach of the Steelers, who does drive Steeler fans nuts. But you still like Mike Tomlin. He's like a Babcock. I think it's part of your um, job as a coach to drive your fan base nuts. People mm-hmm. like the fact that Mike Tomlin was able to keep a lid on this for so many years is unbelievable. He hasn't even made game one with the Raiders yet, and he's already this has all happened. Wow, it's crazy. Well, it's crazy. Anyway. Uh, we'll see how this unfolds, but if he gets released, there there was a report that he might get released, Ardos. and he's a free agent. Yeah, no, I, nah, somebody will pick him up. No, the Washington Reds, uh, the Washington team exists. Ooh. I almost caught myself. No, I'm not going to say that name. Uh, the Bills. We know he's going to the Bills. The bi- oh, it's always the, the Bills. Bills isn't it? Be great. Yeah. Uh, let's do the uh, press conference. The presser. Dangle press conference. We gotta keep it somewhat short, and the reason we have to keep it somewhat short this time is because I love your reason. Uh, my mom is upstairs with my kid because <laughs> I was on her show today, and we brought the kid in, and my mom agreed to babysit her for the afternoon while Caprice went out and wrapped a job that she was on, and I did this, so I've got to get upstairs really quickly and uh, relieve my mother. Same. So we will keep it to a quick trivia. All right, because we can't have an STP without trivia. Also, I am still looking for a name uh, to name of this segment. If you have a good name, please tweet it at me. All right. This one comes from, these trivia questions come from Nicholas Egan. The regular season score is currently 1-1. 2-1, Steve. You keep score when you're winning. Yes. All right, first question. Adam, you're starting. Who are the last two players to win back-to-back heart trophies? Each correct answer. Two players? The last two players. Last to two win players to win back to back heart trophies. Patrick Kane and Yermer Yager. Steven. Uh Yermer Yager's one of them. Oh, our theme this this uh trivia is back to backs. Oh back yes, to yes, back. yes. It's fun. Is that a world tour? Thank you, or Nicholas. Your girls tour? I don't It's a retired tour. That's right. <laughs> I don't think Crosby. No, because NHL voters don't vote like that anymore. Writers are like, well, no, he won it last year. Can't well, win it again, yeah. even though he deserves it. What, was it Yager and Gretzky? No, Yager and Lemieux. Yeah, probably Lemieux. No, Yager and Lemieux. Neither of you got any of it, Gretz. Ah, really? Uh, Ovi. Whoa. 07, 08. He did? 08, 09. Damn. Damn, I didn't. Oh, and shit. Dominic Hasek, 96, 97, 97, 98. Wow. There wow. you go. Completely All right. wrong. All right, so 0-0 zero, zero on the scoreboard. The Oilers yeah. have signed Riley Sheehan to be their third-line center. Just throwing that out there. It's breaking. Oh, fine. Oh, good for them. Okay. How much? Uh, terms not released yet. Okay. Uh, Steven? Yes. Who is the last goalie to win back-to-back Vesna trophies? The last goalie to win back-to-back Vesna trophies. See, Carey Price keeps getting hurt. Uh, I think it might have been Hashik. Adam Wild, what's your guess? I was going to say Carey Price, but then you're right. He does keep getting hurt. Yeah. Who's Detroit's goalie in the lane? No, Detroit's goalie is the Steve, your answer locked in. Stop thinking. Is it? Okay, fine. Yeah, stop Shit. 
Next time we'll Which do, means I'm wrong. We should do a uh, write in, write down your vote, and then reveal. It'll be it's more fair. Da, 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 I'm gonna say da, 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 I'm gonna say hashing da, da, as well because it's an easy answer. The correct answer is Martin Brodeur. Oh. I'm gonna change it to Brodeur. Oh six oh seven oh seven oh eight. Man, ah, when he was still good. The lock in, damn it. All right. I was going to change it. Sorry, buddy. Swear to God. Who is the last defenseman to win back-to-back Norris trophies? Here's a piece of paper. Oh, okay. I'll pass it down to Adam. Right here. here, Adam, write your wrong answer on it. Uh, okay. okay. It will probably be wrong. Oh, I got a pen. Nice. All right. Who is the last defenseman? Sir, currently the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. No one has any points. Regular season standings, it's 2-1, Steve. Last defenseman to win back-to-back Norris trophies. Who is it? Reveal. Hey! Both correct? Hey, Nicholas Lidstrom! Hey, Nicholas Lidstrom. 0506, 0607. Actually, he won it back to back to back. 07, yeah, 08. Because there was no denying it. He, <laughs> he was one of those guys who he took forever to win his first one. And then it was just. Yeah. Like, pretty much in a row. All right. Final question. This is for all of the Tostitos. Who is the only coach, only coach in history? And the last one, because the only one, to win back-to-back Jack Adams Awards. Wow, so writers didn't believe that his teams would be good for two years in a row. <laughs> Which is essentially <laughs> what the award is. Jack to Jack. Um, uh, it's going to be someone dumb, but I'm pretty sure... Because that award is a little dumb. Yes. The way it's awarded. I'm going to go weird on this one. I don't know why I think this, but I, I think this. All right. I think I know Adam's answer, and I think... Are you guys locked right. in? Did you look? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Reveal. Steve said Scotty Bowman. Adam said Mark Crawford. Neither of you got a... Ah, damn. Jacques Demers. Jacques Demers. Jacques Demers. All right. New Jersey? Yep. Uh, 86, 87, 87, 88. Who's coaching back then? Who was he coaching? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Nicholas did not provide the answer, but perhaps uh, eighty-seven. Maybe coaching record eighty-seven. Oh, Detroit. Oh, there you go. He won coach. Yeah, because they came first in the North. Well, they yeah. lost they the were first round. Supposed the, to be terrible. They were coming out of the <laughs> Dead Wings era, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> which is the award, the team that did better than we expected. Award. All right, this is the tiebreaker. Okay. So it'll be whoever has the most correct answers. Okay. Shit. Well, it's one each, I think. Name Oh, this. Name okay. all of the least players that have scored at least 30 goals since the 0405 lockout. Oh my dear So God. build your list. Mm. I'll tell you how many uh one, If a player has done two. it more than once, do you got to write their name down more than once? Uh, no. So, uh, most of these guys have done it more than once. So, we just need them one time. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We need seven guys. Seven guys. You seven pick guys. Seven guys. You pick seven you guys. Write down you write down. Yeah, if, you, if it was unlimited, then you just write everybody. Write down seven guys. Whoever has the most correct answers wins. Name the least players that have scored at least 30 goals in a season since 04-05. I actually am pretty confident in this. <laughs> I like that. I'm pretty confident. I, I like, like that. I, I, I think I'm, think I'm on, on this one. 
Confidence is key. <clears throat> I think I think I got it. But we'll how you see. feeling, Steve? Uh, confident. So how All about right. we how about we do this? I'll say a name. Adam says whether or not he has the same name. Done. And sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go and ahead. then you say if it's right. All right. Phil Kessel. Yes. Correct. Great. James Van Riemsdyk. Ah, shit. <laughs> All right. Correct. Okay. Austin Matthews. Correct. Correct. John Tavares. Correct. Correct. Nikolai Kuhleman. Got that one. Correct. Yes. Clark MacArthur. Yes, I have that one. Incorrect. Ah, Incorrect. Incorrect. All right. Really? All right. Matt Sundin. Correct. Oh, Matt. Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm such so a... So, I, I got six. Uh, Steve got I six. Got four. Uh, I got four. Who's your, who's your last guy? Jason Blake. Incorrect. Wait. One, and who's two, your Jason other Jason Blake four, didn't score three. Six, who, are, who are the two guys you did? Steve? Grabowski and Blake. Oh, you had Grabowski and Blake. Grabowski Neither, had 29. Neither of those are correct. The other Shit. guy is Nazem Kadri. Oh, oh <laughs> wow! Oh, oh, come on, you guys! God. It was such a big deal when he what? finally hit thirty. What and a then moron! He did and it he twice. Did, he did he thirty-two did. goals back yeah, he did season. It two two years in a I'm row. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> but you won. Congratulations! I don't deserve it. Damn it! Steve's up three-one on the regular Son season standings. She scored fifteen, and twenty-five, and ten. Yeah, yeah. You guys are. Damn uh, it! Who, who thank did? you, Nicholas Egan, for that. Jason Blake. I oh, really Jason? thought he scored. Oh no, no, he never. He, never did. he was decent. He sure. was better than people gave him credit for. He was decent. Remember, he signed for like $4 million, and we were like, whoa! whoa! Breaking the bank. <laughs> Back then, it was like a $1 million for every 10 goals. <sighs> Damn. All right. Damn. Fun, fun Guys, little game it's today. been fun. It's Go been pick fun. up Everly. Yeah, all right. Uh... We will see you next week. We haven't figured out the day, but don't worry. You'll know. And listen, we're still in our summer sched. And so are NHL teams. There's nothing mm-hmm. really to talk about right now. Yeah. Um, Can't wait to talk about Mitch Marner again. <laughs> we, that should be our mission to not. No. No, I no, think I'm talking about that. is fun. No, well, that, everybody yeah, else yeah. is doing it. Oh, we're going to be Mitch Marner free. Well, good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's a story. <laughs> we're going to talk about, about what's going on. Yeah. So uh, I hey, we love your, uh... we'll see you next week. I can't wait for the tweets. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of angry tweets about Mitch Marner, but that'll be okay. That'll be okay. And I really can't wait to see how Antonio Brown makes his way through this. I know. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.